Welcome to episode 50 of the BTB podcast today. We have our gorgeous friend, Kate Golay, who is also an author, a speaker, a mum, and a professional network marketer. Katie is a mama of three who married her high school sweetheart and is passionate about helping others live an empowered life. Health has been her passion for well and truly over 20 years, and she has run and owned seven wellness centers in Australia, detox programs in the US, Europe, and Australia, and also worked as a business coach to help wellness professionals increase their reach and impact. She is the author of the book, Raising Healthy Families in Unhealthy Times, which is a beautiful book for conscious parenting. And together with her hubby, they produced the world-renowned health documentary, Overfed and Undernourished. Kate is an international speaker, She draws on the wealth and knowledge and experience as a role model to mums wanting to pursue their passion, their career, and their purpose while being an exceptional partner, mum, friend, and keeping their cup full. She has successfully balanced raising three healthy, happy, beautiful children naturally whilst leading thousands of people on their wellness journey and transitioned from traditional business to completely being 100% online. She now coaches and mentors women all around the world through her podcast, The Empowered Women's Project, and through teaching women how they can create life on their own terms with a financial abundance health, happiness, and community that they deserve and desire without it coming at a cost to what really matters in life. In this episode, we get to pick Kate's brain on all things entrepreneurship while struggling a family, something we both definitely want to learn more about. We get an awesome deep dive into her mindset, her work ethic, and her business hacks. And after this episode, you'll not only quickly realize why this super mama has been able to create the success that she has, but it will also leave you feeling very inspired to go and take action on your own dreams and aspirations. If you'd love to watch this episode as a video, please head over to our YouTube channel. You can sit right in on our conversation in the lounge room. Otherwise, we are on Apple Podcasts, we are on Stitcher and also Spotify if you would love to listen to this episode as an audio. You can check out our website at www.babestalkingbusiness.com or hang out with us over on Instagram at Babes Talking Business, where we do a shout out of the week every week. If you do love this episode, please leave us a five-star review. It really helps to support our channel. We also love to shout you out. So please leave your Instagram handle when you do leave us a review so we can tag you on our Instagram. Okay, guys. I'm going to stop talking now. I'm sure you're really excited to listen to this episode. So without further ado, please get ready for this incredible episode with Kate. So excited. We have the beautiful Kate Golay on the show this week. You've probably seen Kate on our Instagram. So you've been in lots of our travels around the world. But for those who don't know you, you're actually one of our mentors and friends in business. Um, Do you want to speak a little bit into... Your story, so everyone knows that Shannon and I work in network marketing. Obviously, we wouldn't have found it if it wasn't for you guys introducing it to Shan. But how did you stumble across the profession and what were you doing before you said yes to network marketing? 
Cool, thanks for having me girls, it's good to be here. Um, I had been exposed to network marketing, I think even when I was younger. So I saw my parents kind of dabble in it a little bit um, when Anthony, my husband, um, decided to go to university and study to become a chiropractor. Our mentor at the time said, if you want to learn to be a great speaker and learn how to handle business and manage objections, join a network marketing company because there's so many amazing resources for you to be able to learn skill sets. So we kind of been exposed to things, you know, when we were younger, uh, but we, we went down the traditional business path because that was just what seemed right for us to do. And so uh, at the age of 21, had our own um, business in Melbourne and then open centers on the Gold Coast and in Brizzy. And so it, that kind of was our home. And that was pretty much the path we were going on. We went to all sorts of seminars and we're learning out how we could expand and change the world and, <laughs> and make such an impact, which was amazing. However, I think life changed for us when kids came along. And what we were, what we were doing and what we pers were pursuing um, when it was just the two of us, it was fine. Like we could work whenever and, you know, if we needed to go in and see clients first thing in the morning, didn't matter. But then when you've got these little people and they want your time and attention, that was when we started looking at, well, we can't really scale things like we had planned. Mm. And so we found ourselves at a place where our kids would have been two, four and six. Uh, we had five centers. We had over 40 staff. And I was just redlining. Like, and I, I think the, the biggest thing for me was um, I knew we were making an impact and that was really good. I thought about all the people who were helping in our, helping in our wellness centers and that was so amazing, but it was coming at a cost to our family. And that was when we needed to you know, switch and, and look at other options. And we'd been observing a really beautiful friend of ours, Linda, who'd been a part of um, the company for, I think it was at the time, seven or so years. And we just watched her life change. And it was, I think, just observing and seeing that and looking at our current circumstances at the time, how they weren't marrying up with our values, that we were ready to look at a different way. That's so amazing. Mm -hmm. I remember, I love the story that you share about like that moment when your little one, Zara, um, was just like clenching at your leg because like you you guys were working so much like how many centers did you have was it seven um so yeah at the at our largest point we had the five um and yeah we went through a time my my husband anthony's mama was not well and she ended up passing away of cancer and she lived with us for the last three months of her life and it was at that point five centers we also ha had been filming a health documentary at the time and they moved into our home. So our staff that were working in our home office moved out. And it kind of got us to look at life and go, oh, like what, what matters, what's important, what doesn't matter. And we were just so, we were creating a lot of momentum, but it was coming at a cost and life was so hectic. It actually took that time with her and to slow down to really look and reflect at everything. And um, I'll never forget, Zara would have been maybe 18 months old and one of our staff in Brisbane, which would have been an hour and a half drive for me to get to, um, messaged and said, I can't, I can't cover the shift. And this, I had to get up at like four in the morning to get up there. Amazing. And she'd woken up and I was like trying to get out the door quietly and she's just crying like, mama, don't go. And Anthony had her and she was just 
correct like yeah scratching up mm. my leg and I was just gutted I'm like I didn't I didn't picture life to look like this you know yeah. and I was so resentful and angry and you know on that drive up just feeling so guilty as a mama that I had to go solve a problem that we created essentially um, and it was affecting you know our little ones and so that was really when I think we we looked at our life situation and this is not we, we got to change yeah mm. and what was it that Claire you spoke about like having that awareness that you're not living out your values what did that teach you like what were you looking for and what did you want to create well I, I look back on um I guess my family and my childhood and family and that quality time is huge and I've, I got to a point, it's funny, we, you know, we had all of our children at home, so I had home births, um, very big on, you know, really just staying in our little cocoon and bubble. And then by the time my third little one came along, my PA was at the end of my bed, you know, the next day mm. after Zara or two days after Zara was born, because there was stuff to do. And I'm like, I didn't even get maternity leave. Like, yeah. how is this even happening? So it, it kind of... Um, I think our, our vision for what we wanted to create was happening in business, but we didn't realize that the cost that it was coming at our family. And so not just actually being able to switch off and just actually be present with our children and not have to stress about all the business challenges. That was what we didn't anticipate. Um, and just going, yeah, no, this is not in alignment. You know, we live on the beach, not even spending time building a sandcastle with my kids because I got stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of really, you know, it just hit home. And I think when Aunt's mum did pass as well, we just reevaluated everything mm. and just went like, you know, why are we why are we creating all of this stress when clearly there are other options out there we could like we just haven't been open to them until now. Mm. So you've been watching Linda for seven years, change her life using network marketing as sort of the vehicle to do that. Mm. Did that pop up as an option that was out there or how did you circle back to that or look into that? Well, you know, as friends, I love, we're always talking about business and, you know, what's happening in your business and tell me what's been, and, oh, you've just reached a promotion, that's cool, you're going on a trip and she'd always ask us about our businesses and we just talk staff and seminars and whatever. So it was always there. Um, we just never really were curious to actually dive into the business. Loved, you know, the products and, and the company that she was a part of, but that was not, it was just like, go you. I'm so happy for you, kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And then, it's um, kind of how I feel like all our friends are like, like yeah. Yeah, good, good on you. Yeah. And you're like, this joint is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. Like there was never a, oh my gosh, she does that. Like, it was never that. Cause I, I, I love, and I'm really passionate about all types of business. So I was always just really happy for her when she was, you know, hitting goals, but it just never even entered our mind because it's like, no, this is, we've done degrees, we've got, you know, the businesses, this is how we're rolling. So um, when it kind of came back up in conversation, there was some um, guys out of the UK that were coming into town and she was like, oh, hey, there's, you know, they're coming there, you know, they're young, they're kicking goals, you should come check it out. Mm. And so Anthony went um, at the time and was more about what could I take from this that we could possibly implement into. It was a little bit open, but, you know, it was more about what could we implement that they're doing into our physical businesses. So that was kind of the beginning of it. Um, and then when we started to kind of go, hang on a second, like no staff, no <laughs> rent, no marketing. 
<laughs> like <laughs> no dispatch, no stock. Like it was just I, when I, cause I was the, um, in the nitty gritty of that in business, Anthony was kind of the ideas man and the vision, like making yeah. all of that, that stuff happen. But I was like in the day to day grind and I was good at it, but it wasn't my passion. So I was so unfulfilled in that space. And I'm just seeing, wow, like these people are impacting people. They're inspiring. They're getting to travel. They're getting to have quality time with people that matter. And it's not actually coming at a huge financial cost either to them. Um, that was like, you know, when we would open one of our centers, it was 150 grand just to open your doors and then you have to market, then you have to pay your staff to be there and you hope they're doing a good job. Like there was so many layers to it. So I think I really, um, saw the, the potential and, and seeing that you don't have to have a degree or a background in anything. If you've just got a passion to learn and a, a willingness to, to, to grow, then, you know, you can create whatever you want to from that space. Yeah, that's so cool. And so tell us a little bit about, I mean, obviously you guys had a really successful traditional business and then all of a sudden you guys are seeing like, okay, something needs to change. Mm. Was there resistance to to jumping over to doing something totally different? Because I mean, and you guys also ran your traditional business and your network marketing business side by side there for a little bit. Yeah. But to do the jump and just like, trust and give it a go because you had so much on your plate already yeah well I was like okay I like what this can offer but my plate is so full I don't need another thing on my to-do list and that's kind of initially how I saw it like I don't have time as it is but then I remember walking on the beach with aunt one day and I just were like I can't keep on the path we're on and if we don't pivot something's going to break and it's either going to be financially it's going to be relationships like it just it our health which is what we're you know teaching so I knew something was going to give and we we so I needed to make the time to create a different future so it was it wasn't easy um but I, we got to work on our business pretty much when our kids went to sleep at night so I was traditional business through the day and then mama hat on when when I was with the kids and then kind of by 8 p.m. I'd kick into into business. And um, and so, yeah, I kind of was able to compartmentalize things by popping on a different hat almost as, as I'd go through my day. And that's where we did it. And I was like, if we're going to create a different future for our family, this is where it's going to happen. You know, I, of course, I've got my day to day. I have to do that's that's not going to change anytime soon. But, you know, it was, it was always, and I was always listening. If I was driving, I was listening to podcasts and things that were just inspiring me and getting me to dream. Cause I found when you're in a, when you've been down a track for so long and you don't think life's going to be any different, you kind of, I found I personally stopped dreaming. So yeah. I wasn't thinking about the trip we could do with the kids or the ways we could give back to people. I was so in the trenches yeah. that I'd stopped. So it, I found it really important to listen to things that were getting me to elevate my my thinking and, and you know, play a bigger game. That was really important. Mm. It's It's been interesting. I don't know the right word to explain because it's people who on the outside looking in, they, I know someone even explained you and it looked like Barbie and Ken. Like, your yeah. life, they're just like, your life is so awesome. Like, it's a good looking couple, young kids, big house on the beach. Like, life, it just came easy. Mm. Like, how the fuck mm. did you <laughs> build? Like, because what you, what you created in a short amount, short amount of time is pretty epic. 
considering you had so much on your plate as well. Like, mm-hmm. even with nothing on your plate, I don't see many people do what you did. Like, what transpired once you made that decision that this was going to work? I think that uh, when you look at anyone's path of success and what might appear to be fast success, we forget about the 20 years of being in the grind beforehand. And so I I look at anyone and I, I love asking lots of questions. When, when I meet someone who's, you know, kicking goals, it's like, tell me the backstory. And I think, you know, when I was in my early 20s, we were already right into personal development um, investing in ourselves, going to events, looking at our limiting beliefs, how we can, you know, step up into our next level, whatever that is. So always hungry to learn. So we went to um, a conference. We decided if we're going to do this and I, I kind of do it well or I don't do it at all. Like that's kind of how I play life or business anyway. If I'm going to do it, I want to do it well. So we went to a conference eight weeks into our journey and it was in that moment I saw all of these people that everyday people, like just yeah. big hearts, big dreams, big work ethic, and they they just didn't give up. And I just was like, I'm going to do that. Like it was a decision. And when I make a decision on things, like I'm pretty stubborn, <laughs> which is a good thing and a bad thing. <laughs> but on this one, I was like, no, nah, I know where I'm going. And so there was it was never a question of am I going to be successful in this? It's how long is it going to take? And I get to determine that. So um, the backstory, you know, Ant and I have been together since we were 16. I feel like we've been married probably four times to each other, <laughs> but just to the same person. Like it has not been an easy journey. Like high school sweetheart sounds really lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you think about having breakups with a partner and then you get to go to someone else and you can think about, that guy that did that, and blah, yeah. but you're still with that guy now. So we, we've definitely learned how to work together um, as a team, which is really good. But man, have we failed like so many epic failures along the journey. And I think in traditional business, one of the distinctions that I love about the network marketing uh, profession is no one was holding our hand in business to show us the next step. Mm. It was it was like you go to a seminar and you kind of share notes with someone else doing the same thing, but not really because there was this element of competition and there, like I made so many mistakes about tax and bookkeeping and I didn't have those skill sets. We just kind of fell into it and HR and contracts for employment. And that wasn't my passion, but we, we learned so many things the hard way that when when we actually decided to go for this and you know really go become a professional in this industry um that there were so many things that were the support of having people that had been in this profession for 10 20 30 years before that had created incredible income and impact that were willing to give you time regardless of how long you've been in the business or your background to invest into you yeah Actually, it's like one of the things I love about conference because you get to connect with sidelines, like people from other teams and everyone has the time. Like I've Mm. never met someone that's like, no, you know what? I'm not going to share my goal (laughs) with you. Like people, people who are successful just have that time and they'll tell you whatever you want to hear and whatever you need to learn. Yeah. You don't really find that in any other profession at all. Didn't get that in nursing. (laughs) Right. And even when we go to some of the um, the industry events, right? Like, so getting to go to Vegas and go to GoPro, 
Um, there, you get to meet so many other leaders in other companies and their willingness to just trade and share notes. Like we got to sit down and have, um, you know, breakfast one day with this amazing leader. And there was no reason for him to do that at yeah. all. There was zero benefit and he just laid yeah. it all out. And I'm yeah. just like, that is cool to not have that lack mentality and mindset. I, I think that's hard to find. Yeah. Okay, you guys, we are going to take a short little break from this podcast episode so we can share with you about one of our incredible partners that we love so much, and that is the Health Style Emporium. It is an online holistic health program designed for women to help women meet their most inspired self. Now, what we love about this program the most, it is so holistic, meaning that it delves into the depths of all the areas of health. Think about all the health pillars in our lives. We not only have nutrition and how we nourish ourselves, the movement aspect of our health, you know, how we're exercising and moving our bodies, but there's so much more to health than the eye meets. You know, we have what fulfills you, what fills your cup up, what do you love to do, your relationships, your home environment, your career. There are so many things in our life that contribute to our overall well-being, and the HSC does exactly that. Now, the most beautiful thing about the program is that it's all educational based, meaning that you're not going to be given a meal plan and not told why we're eating like that. What I love about the program is that you're educated along the way on all types of things like gut health, hormones, breath work, manifesting with the moon, you know, coaching you through your breakthrough, finding your happiness, so, so many things. Now, the really cool thing is on the 15th of August, the HSC is actually hosting a six-week mini program slash challenge called the COVID Glow Up, which we're personally really excited to take part in because let's face it, COVID has made us couch slobs. So with the COVID Glow Up, you are going to have a Monday motivation every day, tea time Tuesday, Workout Wednesday, Thoughtful Thursday, Facebook Live Friday, Smoothie Saturdays, and Self Care Sunday. Every single day has a theme for six weeks, which we're so, so excited about. So if you would love more information about the COVID glow up and how you can be a part of it, please head over to the website www.thehsc.net to have more information about the program itself. You can also head over to the Instagram page at the HSC official. And if you're looking for a coach to take part in the program with, head over to Instagram and search the hashtag the HSC coach. That's the HSE coach, C-O-A-C-H. That is how you can find a coach, a part of the HSC to link arms with, to help you along your journey. Yes, you also get your own cheerleader. Okay, guys, that is all about the HSC, one of our beautiful partners. Now let's get back to the episode. I love what you spoke about before that it's just a decision. I know we talk about it all the time. There's a lot of people who've even, they're in the industry, but they're not actually in it because they still mm-hmm. haven't decided that they're going all in. They're like, oh, I'll do this if it works. I'll do this when it's comfortable and I'll do this when this doesn't work anymore. Can you speak into that? Like mm-hmm. how, 
if it's somebody who has said yes to network marketing profession, what does it actually mean though to actually make the decision? Like how do you decipher the difference? Well, to, to, to decide means to cut off all other options, right? And if you liken it to imagine you open a juice bar and or a nail shop or whatever it is, if you're going to do that and you're going to put the fit out and you're going to put the signs and whatever, it's kind of like to decide means your shop sign, it says open, like it's open for business. If you're indecided, it's like, I'm open today. Yeah, not tomorrow. And uh, I'm going to be closed for a few more days. Like, so your shop sign is constantly closed, open, closed, open. So how on earth can you expect to build a client base if you're kind of just dipping your toe in and you wouldn't do that in traditional business. I think that's the one thing that I, as a blessing of being in traditional business, like you have to go all in. If that's your business, yeah. like there's no one coming to save you. Whereas with network marketing, it's such a small, for the majority of people, it's such a small investment to get in. I think sometimes we don't necessarily take it as seriously of what's possible to be created from it. And um, personally feeling the pain of traditional business as far as, yeah, the stress and the overheads and all those things. I really appreciated the low <laughs> startup and then the, the potential upside that you can have. So I think with anything, you if you decide like this is it, like I'm going all in, you have to be willing to skin your knees and get messy and ask questions and be bold. Like if you if there's a speaker or a leader that you're like, oh my gosh, like that's my person. Don't be shy and stand back and go, oh, I wonder. No, go up there and say, hi, I'm Kate. I just heard you speak before. That was amazing. I want, can I just ask you three questions? Yeah. Like you have to back yourself. And I think as an employee, sometimes we, we're used to going to a job. We rock up on time. We're told what we should do. We're told when we can have a break. We're told when we go home. We're told what we're worth. And so we're so used to someone telling us what to do that some of our, um, I think, initiative and go-get-it attitude sometimes gets a little bit um, dampened because of that. Mm -hmm. So some people, it's just a muscle and they haven't used for like years or never. So it can be a little awkward, but that's you got to be awkward to grow. Yeah. I think that was one of our biggest motivations of having this podcast and calling it Babes Talking Business because I don't think a lot of people come into network marketing and treat it like a hobby, which is fine. Everyone's totally. going for different reasons. But if you want to have success in this, I think people need to realize it is a business. Like, I think the people who are having success are the people who treat it like a business. Mm -hmm. And the people who have really quick success are people who have been involved in traditional business because they actually understand it's, it's the same, it's just a different distribution model. Yeah. So mm -hmm. without all the risk, without the overheads, like you actually get to create massive momentum and massive impact if you're willing to do the same work. Like, yeah. It's so funny, the people that I talk to in, in our business they get really disappointed for the results they don't get, but it's for the work they, they don't do. And it's like, well, do you show up for your boss and you work nine to five? Like, have you worked nine to five in your business today? Mm. And it's like, but they have this in that employee mentality. So it's really interesting. I think that's what I really love about this podcast is people understanding and drawing the parallels between traditional business and realizing it is a business. Mm -hmm. You've just, there's so many advantages in this in this distribution model totally yeah. and i think yeah. you know you can go well i i don't want to sell if you're an employee you're selling something you might work in the apple store dress shop at a cafe you're selling a service to someone you're selling yourself to your boss mm -hmm. so that you stay hired next week like you can't the world doesn't go around without selling so it's not about 
that's just a skill set as well to be able to kind of build. But I think as well, getting really clear on some people that are being a part of this community for the growth too. Like there's so much different, the, the revenue that you get, yes, there's financial revenue and that's amazing. The community of like-minded people and a chance to grow. Like most people in there, um, whether if they're a stay-at-home mama or if they're in a job, there's not many opportunities to be able to grow yeah. and to learn. And so even that from a platform is really amazing too. So there's so many paths you can take, but it's interesting when you see people dipping their toe in the water and they're probably doing that in many areas of life, not just one. And you said that quote, I remember Linda saying, you know, you can't complain about the results you didn't get for the work you didn't do. And that applies to life. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, look at what she's got. Oh, that's amazing. I'm so, oh, she's so lucky. No, she probably just worked her ass off for it. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to speak into that as well because I know a lot of people who listen to our podcast are mums as well. So you're a mama of three. And not only have you guys created insane success with your business in network marketing, you guys did really well with your practices. You've got three kids on top of that. Like, that's just amazing. And I think a lot of people that I talk to, because I'm not a mum yet, they're like, yeah, but you don't know what it's like. But I would love to talk to you about it because I just, you inspire me so much. And like, I always say like, if Kate can do it with three kids, I can do it by the time I have kids. Like I know I can. So (laughs) I'd love for you to speak into how do you balance family life, work life, because you, I know you have really beautiful values around that. I'd love for you to speak into it. Cool. Well, I think you're, people listening are going to be at different stages of parenting. And like, if you're you're really in the trenches. You've probably got some kids under, you know, that two to four mark where like life, you're definitely more hands-on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got to, I think the, the thing that I've learned is the less rules you have, the easier your life's going to be. And so I know when I was, when the kids were a bit younger, I would be stressed about, well, the kitchen's messy and there's stuff that needs to be put away. And you could focus on that or you could just be present with them. And ultimately, all they're looking for is quality time and to feel connected, right? So for me, um, now the kids are 8, 10 and 12, so they're a little more self-sufficient. But if I look at some of the things I did, particularly when they were younger, a bit more hands-on, I was really clear on if I'm going to be with my kids, that I'm present with them. I'm not going to be on my phone. There's no emergency that's going to happen in my mm. business that is going to need my attention. And so what I observe, um, you know, is that people kind of have their phone real handy, notifications pop up. Mm. So they're actually never really present with their kids and their kids actually reflect that back to them and they'll play up. They'll, yeah. you know, have a fight or they'll go draw on a wall or something yeah. like that. And so you've got to put them that away so that they feel that they're important. And so for us, um, there's times in our day that the phones or computers like that we just have pure quality time and speaking to the kids you can speak to them at any age and say you know what would be something really special that we do together today that would make mm-hmm. you feel loved and so when they're telling you what that is it's it's so good to be able to go great I'm, I'm not working on anything today now's our time um, if you've got kids at school then, you know, you've obviously got some time through the day that you can kind of get into your business. I'm really big on blitzing my time. So if I need to work on a task, I put the, the timer on my phone, I get to work and then I get out. Because mm-hmm. otherwise there's always something else that you can yeah. get caught up doing and then you're not efficient with your time. 
Um, and then when your kids come home from school, find a way and be present with them. And if they get your quality time and undivided attention, they don't actually want you for that long. And yeah. then they're kind of over you and then they'll go play <laughs> and do something. So I think it's when you're trying to do business and mama and something else, yeah. that's when you're not doing anything well. And I learned that the hard way when we had our traditional businesses and you feel so frazzled and so like time poor, but you're so unproductive mm. at everything. So you're better off just putting on the hat and going, no, I'm mama right now. And of course, like, I think the beautiful thing about um, being able to do business online too is I'll say with so many mums on our team, it's like if, if your little one needs to jump on your lap while you're doing a Zoom or whatever, like that's so fine. Cool. It's yeah. so good that you've got that flexibility. But I think it comes down to you setting your boundaries on where your energy is going. Because if you don't, then your kids are going to pick up on that and it's going to cause you problems. Yeah, I think what I've loved most about um, – becoming an awesome friend of yours over the last few years is just watching how you do parent your kids and how you involve them in business. Like even the exposure your kids have had to other people in the personal development world, them learning about residual income, them knowing about the people in your team who are going for promotions. Like how do you, how have you done that? Like I know even when you're going for promotions yourself, you tell the kids about them being like maybe strategic and balanced that month. Yeah, totally. So I remember when I was going for like this really big goal and it was so out there. I was scared to even tell anyone that I wanted to do it, but I was like, no, I'm all in on this thing. And I knew that in that month, it life would be chaos. And I, I think, you know, we can't actually, you're never going to have life in balance. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> so we sat down with the kids and we just said, Hey, like I've got a really big goal. I'm scared and I'm telling everyone about it, but I'm going to need your help. And it's going to mean that on these nights, I'm not going to be probably tucking you into bed. I'll come in and see you, but you'll probably already be asleep. Mm -hmm. And it's going to mean that I'm on my computer a little bit more, but I want to talk with you about what's a goal. If, if I get there because of your help, um, and this is what my goal is, so they knew what it was, what would be amazing for us to do as a family to celebrate. So then they were like involved with that and they were a part of it. And then every day they'd be like, hey, mom, how many now? Like, what are you at? And it was so cool to have them a part of it. And they understand, like, sometimes they'd be like, but why are you on your, why do you have to do a call on Monday nights? I'm like, well, that's our training night. And I was like, there's plenty of other mums and dads that had to go to work from, they would have been gone at 7.30 and you wouldn't have seen them till five or whatever. So we could do life that way, or we can actually do mm -hmm. this. And we teach them about residual income and the difference between trading time for money and actually creating income that, you know, is from other sources. And it was so cute. We had um, some friends over for dinner one night and the kids are at the table and they're like, come and rip. It was actually to my dad as well. He was there and he's like, hey, Poppy, do you earn residual income? <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> and then my little one, so he's like, yeah. Poppy, do you earn beach money? And I was just like, oh my gosh. It was like, he's like, no, I don't earn beach money. Um, but it's just like, if you can, if you can teach our kids other ways of thinking, we've just been brought up in a system of this yeah. is how it's going to be. But there's so much opportunity um, and ways for us to live life where we don't have to do the nine to five and, and give choices. So I love teaching them about that. And, um, yeah, it's just there. We're already getting them to think of ways that they can create income streams that isn't trading time for money. That came from 
Um, cash flow. Yeah, what's the game? Yeah, so um, so Robert, Robert Kiyosaki, Kiyosaki. Yeah. Cash Flow Quadrant. He's got that book, and um, and then he's got a book called Cash Flow. There's one for adults, and then there's one for kids. So we bought that. Um, we actually bought it before we even had kids. <laughs> like we were like, yeah, we're gonna teach our kids this stuff. So we probably had for <laughs> a while. But that's not just speaking to us. I mean, like people don't realize the success that you had. It might look quick, but it's because you've had that financial education. You've been delving into personal development. You've yeah. been working on yourself. You've been working on those skill sets. So for people mm -hmm. who might be coming into it now and not seeing the results right now, you've got to be like. Well, are you working on the skill sets to be able to create that business that you want as well? Yeah. So you now we bought the board game literally before we had kids. That is so cool. And Isn't it like 400 bucks or something? I can't remember. Yeah, expensive. there's the kid one and I know the adult one's more expensive, which we don't want, but I, we don't have, but I want to get it. Um, but yeah, we play with them. And so they're learning about um, assets and liabilities. They're learning about the goal being that you want to have your um, passive income to be greater than your expenses. Because I remember when we were at your house for dinner. Yes. I don't know which, which one. I can't remember which one of them was. They said something about why would you buy that house or something because it's the rent's not going to be enough for passive income. So it's, not, it's not a good buy. I, was like, I know. Oh, and okay. I'm like, it took me 35 years to get that lesson and you know it and you're seven. Like what on earth is going on? So I think it's, we, we, if we want a different life, we have to be willing to look for mentors that mm. are teaching and doing that. We can't, the school system is amazing. Yeah. However, majority of people, if you, if you look at anyone that's mega successful in something, could be as an athlete, it could be, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be in business. They've probably gone and found other people outside of the system to teach them other ways to fast track. And that's, yeah. you know, we're really big on that. And, and anything we learn, it's like, how can I, teach this to the kids too so that they start thinking differently yeah and so could you speak into what's happened what have you been able to create since making this your plan a yeah well um nine months into us getting started we sold four of our five businesses when I say sold, I feel like we just threw the keys at someone because I was so like, I saw the light. I was like, okay, we got, we got momentum. This is happening. And it was just like, I'm so done with all of the stuff on my to-do list right now. That's not lighting me up. I'm done. So that was a pretty big breath of fresh air when that happened. And then, um, so Anthony, my husband, he, three degrees, eight years of study as a chiropractor. So that was a really big thing. You know, that was his identity and our identity having our centers. So when eventually um, he realized that he, the hours he was working, when patients wanted to see him, it was when the kids were up looking for him. And it worked when they were little, little and not at school, but all of a sudden when he needed to see people outside of, you know, typical business hours, it just wasn't working. So he made a decision to step out of um, practice as well. So selling that last practice and then going completely online, we've been completely online now for three years. Um, and then I found that life was ticking along really nicely. Um, but I also felt like our business, I wouldn't say it plateaued, but I felt like, you know, we had a really big vision at the time of us getting um, started in the business of what we wanted to create for our family. And we did that. And then um, we had a, I remember getting a call one day, my parents had, um, they were all retired and life was good and an investment went wrong and it meant that my dad had to go back to work. And seeing that happen and it was very physical work and crazy shift hours, um, 
they went from spending lots of time with our kids to not because he was tired and he had to get up and do a shift and that was really tough to see. And I remember this one day just going, his next birthday, I I want to be able to create so much abundance that we can give him the gift of retirement because this is just not, this is not what I want from, from my family. And so I just set a new level, a bigger desire. And I think what I've learned since then is when you have a goal that's beyond you and it could be about giving back to a charity, it could be, it doesn't matter what it is. For me, life isn't so much about the stuff. It's about the memories and, and those moments and the magic moments you get to share with people. So I didn't tell them. I um, I kind of did a bit of snooping and be like, so how much, like yeah. by a mom, like how much money are you earning? What would need? So I did the math on it and was like, right. And I set a date and one of my most proudest moments was getting to have a bonfire on the beach on the night of his birthday. Yeah. It gets me emotional every time because I think, I think of how different life could be. Um, so it's been um, it'll, it's been three and a half years now since we um, were able to to pass on that gift and just seeing the the life that he's mm. been able to have with our children. Um, with his my my pop, his father turns ninety nine this coming um, week, and so being able to spend time where typically he'd be working and it's just it's been such a blessing. But then giving back to charities that we're passionate about and, and getting being able to pour into others. It's just been, there's no way if we had it continued on the path that we were, that we could have given as much abundance as, to others as we have been able to, you know, with, with what we've been doing. Yeah. And, and to good. yourself too. Hey, like haven't, have, how much have you changed and grown to be able to just like, I know as mamas, and that's something we see all the time, they put themselves last. I think what I've loved is seeing you, you're so heart-led and I love how how high family is like the highest value. And I think that comes and trickles down in the team. Like, I love that. Mm. But even how you've been able to show up as an empowered woman and, like, you put yourself first as well. And I think that's really inspiring to see and to have you as a mentor and seeing how you show up as a mom, mm. as a business owner, just as an independent woman as well, like, it's and that's what I think I love most about the profession because where do you get to have access to mentors like that yeah. where do you have to get to access to just having friendship conversations but business conversations and someone who's shown up or has done what you want to do and I'm, I'm not paying you for that like <laughs> we have girls in our team that we get to pour into them we have, they, they get that for free so mm. I am so grateful for the network marketing profession because of experiences and relationships like this and like yeah how many times have we, we just got back from Bali earlier this year? All us and our hubbies went over to Bali and like you couldn't do that with traditional business. I don't see that happening. Leaving the kids at home and going, sipping on some cocktails and calling it work. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I think the, the the emotional revenue that does come from this really is, it is, you can't put a price on it. And I think for some people, they don't have people around them yeah. that are lifting them up that are challenging them it's kind of like a circle of friends that are keeping them where they're at and if you're happy where you're at amazing but a lot of people I'm speaking to are feeling that sense of unfulfillment in some areas and they're looking for more but they just don't have a place to be able to find it yeah mm. it's pretty special that we have <laughs> do you have any advice to any of the mummers who maybe have got a friend that they've been watching do network marketing for nine years or <laughs> um, or just mamas in general who are in a job or in a business that they, they feel like if something doesn't pivot, something is going to break. 
I think particularly for mummers, I know for me, I even though I was working in our business, there was a big part of me that felt like I put my kids, my partner and my business before me. And you're just talking about kind of putting yourself first. That was a long journey for me. And I think, you know, I would even get to a point where I would ask permission. I didn't need to ask permission, but could I go, I, I want to go get this done or I want, I was thinking of getting this camera for, I don't know, stupid things. But something inside of me felt like I needed to ask permission to do that, to actually do something nice to myself. And then you like, you don't need to ask, like, what are mm. you doing? And I speak to so many women and they feel like they're not worthy enough of actually investing in or doing something nice for. And that breaks my heart. So I think speaking to um, women in particular, if you're doing something that is paying the bills but isn't fulfilling you, you can do that for a period of time, totally. Like, And I, I've done plenty of things I'm good at but does not light me up. And let, let's face it, there is, you know, there's certain things you're always going to have in life that you mm. don't love. However, if that needs to be the current situation, that's fine. But do something to have a little bit of breath that fresh air and some light that you're working towards that you're growing it could be it could be joining a network marketing company it could just be having that community and it's not about earning all this money and like it could just be getting you know your products cheaper and being a part of amazing like-minded community like that could be winning for you so i think it's really important to define what success would look or feel like for you and if right now your current life circumstances don't equal that mm. what are you going to do about it no one's coming to rescue you no one's going to come and make it all magically better you have to take steps in order to make that happen for yourself and get out of your comfort zone a little bit that's part of the journey so, I, I love this this is my favorite episode so I'm excited to share it <laughs> I'm so excited to give it to so many mums just like I don't I know I know you know you're amazing but from like our in our, our eyes we're just like I'm excited to be a mum and to crush it and just like I feel like you've like trailblazed and you've led the path for so many people not yeah. just us like so many women women who are not yet mums women who are already mums they you're so humble in the way that you do life and business and I just want to thank you for being on the show thank <laughs> you I have one more little thing I just wanted to to say and I think sometimes as a mum we could use our children as a reason not to do something and we can use them as an excuse to not do something but they're always watching you and if we are telling our children follow your dreams you can do anything that you want and you know mm -hmm. set your mind to but we're not doing that ourselves our children don't do what we tell them to they do what we do yeah and so you got to go first and you've got to start stretching and growing and, and dreaming bigger whatever that looks like for you because that is the beautiful that is one of the most beautiful gifts you can give to your kids yeah they're like little sponges they eh? are yeah so cool so if people want to get more kate golay um i'll make sure to put all in the notes but yeah. you've got your podcast you've I got do. a book you're also an author guys and a documentary and, and a documentary <laughs> so where would you like people to find you well How's this? I just, and a podcast. And a podcast. <laughs> I just launched uh, my own website for the first time ever about me. Yeah. If you want to hear more, uh, kategolay.com. Uh, so, yeah, you guys can pop the link in there. But I've got the links to all of my things that I've done in life so far. And, uh, yeah, really grateful to be on this with you today and so love being able to do life with you. Like, it is so much fun 
And I do love that we get to challenge each other as well as grow and have a whole lot of laughs because life's not fun when you don't have, if you don't have someone to share it with and be on the journey. So it's cool. Agreed. We love you. We do. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Wow. What an amazing episode. I hope you're feeling inspired after that conversation and empowered to make some changes and choices in your life. Now, don't forget to let us know if you loved this episode, please give us a five-star review. It really helps us know that we're on track with serving you guys and also majorly supports our channel. And you may even be in the running to be the shout out of the week. Every week on Instagram, we share one of our reviews with our network so please be sure to leave your instagram handle or your website in your review so we can share you with our amazing community if you head over to the link in our bio on instagram at babes talking business you can get access to so many of our goodies including the link to our bib shop it's a crazy cute online merchandise shop that donates 100% of profits to a non-for-profit charity every month. So head over and check out who we're donating to this month and get yourself something super cute to wear. You can also find in our Instagram bio our books. You can get your hands on Life Above Zero by Lauren Kerr or The Four Year Career with Shani Thompson. Both super easy reads and incredible books to help you expand and evolve in even deeper ways. Now, don't forget to head over to the show notes. You can check out any of the links or the books or the references we mentioned in this episode. And before we go, we just want to say thanks so much for being here, for committing to being the best version of you and for showing up for you today. You are freaking amazing. Now, if you think that there is someone in your life that could really benefit from this episode, while you're feeling super inspired, please hit the share button and send them this episode right now. And the reason we're asking you to share the love is because you get what you give. And the more that you give and inspire, the more you get in return. Head over to www.babestalkingbusiness.com to check out all of our other podcasts. And we just want to say we are sending you so much love and we hope to see you soon. That's what I feel in my heart.